to the Leaving Weakness Podcast. Kids are soft. You like discipline. But I've got news for you. You're not gonna have your mommy's run behind you anymore and your little tushies. Oh no, it's time now to turn this mush into muscles. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today is going to be part three of our peptide series. And what I want to talk about are these healing peptides. And I've done some experimentation with them over the years. And they actually really work, um, given that you get a quality source. Um, now, there's two different ones that I want to talk about. And there might be some more lingering around out there other than just these two. But these are the two that I know about that are probably the most popular. And that's TB500 and BPC157. Now, first, I want to talk about TB500. So, TB500, it's basically like the synthetic peptide of a naturally occurring protein that's in the body called thymosin beta 4. Now, thymosin beta 4 promotes healing by stimulating the growth of new blood cells and muscle tissue. And what TB500 does is it basically causes the thymosin beta-4 to accumulate in higher concentrations where that tissue's been damaged. Now, if you've never heard of TB500 and, you know, this whole concept of healing peptides is completely foreign and new to you, you know, I know this probably sounds too good to be true. And you might find yourself wondering why doctors aren't prescribing this shit to patients. Well, the answer is pretty simple to me. This isn't mainstream medicine because it's actually healing people. And, you know, I might be going into some conspiracy theory shit here, but this is the way I feel. You know, the medical industry, it's really hard for them to make money off people who aren't sick. You know, you can't keep a you know profitable business in medicine if people are cured. So anything that truly works to cure disease... Uh, it sends teams, I mean, it's usually not available through a doctor. The main priority in Western medicine is to make money. That's why they only give things that treat, treat, or temporarily mask the issue that you have. They never give you something that actually cures you most of the time. And TB500 is becoming increasingly popular with athletes. Many athletes face potential career-ending injuries. And when a lot of money's on the line and what the doctor says for them to take isn't working, I mean, well, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to start looking at things outside of the box like this. This peptide has become so popular with athletes that the, the, anti, the World Anti-Doping Agency, or WADA, actually got involved. And if you do a little bit of research online, apparently there was a team of Australian football players that came under investigation for using TB500 to heal injuries sustained from their profession. This compound doesn't just mask inflammation like over-the-counter non-prescription or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, you know, like Tylenol or Advil. Instead, this peptide actually reduces inflammation because it's actually healing the damaged tissue. So let's talk about how TB500 actually causes tissue regeneration. Basically, um, this compound makes most tissues in the body heal faster and better. 
There's been a lot of animal experiments that have shown that TB500 promotes migration um, in the survival of cells, the formation of bl blood vessels, and the lowering of pro-inflammatory cytokines. Uh, it's at the point where science can't ignore the possibilities of this synthetic version of thymosin beta-4 anymore. Even though the pharmaceutical industry isn't capitalizing on it, there continues to be worldwide ongoing clinical trials of TB500 because the shit's so effective. The effectiveness of promoting repair of wounds, skin, cornea, and heart have become almost undeniable at this point. There have even been some clinical studies that have shown TB500 to repair cardiac damage after a heart attack. And if you get on you know, the Google machine and type in TB500, um, maybe like heart study, I think there was, I can't remember exactly what all the studies said, but if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, I think that they did like a study on, you know, a shitload of people that had had heart attacks and, you know, they were giving them TB500 afterwards. And I think one of the valves, uh, in the heart had been completely repaired over like a, 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 two, a 60 day period. And it wasn't just with one person. It was with a lot of them. So the healing benefits of TB500 have been observed in the following tissues. Tendons, ligaments, muscle, skin, heart, hair follicles, and even the eyes. The way that this works is by regulating a protein in our body called actin. Now, there's thousands of different proteins in a human cell, but actin is one of the most important. Actin is basically what binds our cells together. TB500 binds with this protein to basically kind of like drive it deeper into the tissue. And that's what basically makes this such a profound repair agent. I, whenever I first started looking into using this for some elbow injuries that I had, I couldn't find any negative side effects that had been recorded with the clinical studies of it. Um, and I could not find any user reports of any adverse effects. So let's talk about researching this actual thing. Um, if you want to research this on your spiderfish, monkey frog, saber tooth, warthog, um, I think the things that you're going to benefit from this particular compound the most are damage that has been sustained to like connective tissue, like tendons, and ligaments, and joints. That's kind of what everybody who uses this basically has come to the conclusion of is that's where this works the best. So this peptide commonly comes in a small glass vial. Uh, it will likely have a small amount of the raw powder in a compressed disc inside of it. Um, and that peptide will be inactive until it's reconstituted with bacterial static water inside the vial. And what that does is it basically brings the substance back to life and make it, make it active. But keep in mind that it won't last forever once it's reconstituted and it's going to have a limited shelf life. I think it's like 
30 some odd days once you reconstitute it. So you got to keep it in the refrigerator after you reconstitute it to prevent it from spoiling. And, you know, if you heard the first episode that I did on peptides, you you probably remember me kind of going over this a little bit. Now, some of you might be tempted to try and hunt down some sort of oral TB500 because, you know, you're, you're scared of pinning. I'll tell you, I've bought a few of these products uh, that were oral, and they don't work worth a fuck. Uh, and I believe that it's just one of those things to where the stomach acid probably breaks down the amino sequence before it can actually get into the blood. Uh, but, you know, they were trash products, so don't even bother with them. I know there is a company that I work with that's developing a transdermal like DMSO product down the road later this year. But for right now, the most effective way to use this is with the injectable form, getting it right into the bloodstream. Now, there's a lot of different ways you can use this, but, uh, you know, as far as dosing protocols... Now, I know TB500 does have a pretty long half-life. I've read somewhere between 14 days is the half-life on it. I've read three weeks. You know, it's it's kind of all over the place in what I what you can find in. But I know it does stay pretty active in, in the system whenever you use it. Now, the most effective dosing that I have done on this to heal um, my lab rat's injuries is a pretty high dosing protocol, um, which is basically one whole milligram every other day to really push that peptide into the area that's got the damage. Um, so it might be one of those things where you have to pick up more than one of these, you know, more than one vial, but, um, the higher dosing protocol seems to be the most effective for the most long lasting and quickest way to heal an injury. Um, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to, uh, get a quick word in from a couple of our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and talk about BPC 157. Today's podcast is sponsored by my friends over at AminoAsylum.com. Everything that I've used by these guys over at AminoAsylum has been top-notch quality, and they got some really cool innovative products, guys, like these amino blends that are designed to accomplish very specific results. And they're also my go-to source now for male enhancement items as well as research oils such as mint. And from what I can tell, they only use quality ingredients whenever they create every single one of their products. And they've even shown me where they've had customers independently test products and post results with uh, blood work to support this. Now, their goal is to do whatever it takes to make sure that their customers leave each transaction satisfied. So they're one of the few research chemical companies out there that actually has a customer service department that does take care of their customers' needs and concerns and addresses issues when they come up. So if like there's a delay in an order, this isn't one of those asshole companies that just avoids emails and DMs. They always get back to people within 24 hours to let you know what's going on. So if you're looking for a good peptide source or any of the other compounds that I've mentioned, go to aminosylum.com and if you find anything on there that you're interested in and you want to give them a try, well, you can use the 10% off discount code that they provided our listeners, uh, which is LW10. Again, that's aminosylum.com, discount code LW10. All right, we're back. So now I want to talk about BPC-157. Now, 
Guys, I want you all to keep in mind that there's a whole damn science behind all these, and it can get really cumbersome to study and really complicated. But what I want to basically do with this is just give you guys some basic information if you don't know a whole lot about these, so you have a general idea of what these things are and a basic overview of how they work. So BPC-157 is a potent angiomodulatory agent. And how it works is through different vasoactive pathways. And it once that happens, it leads to an optimized vascular response, which then leads to an improved healing process. And if you Google uh, BPC-157 study or whatever, uh, you can find out that it's been tested in animal trials for cytoprotective and wound healing activities. There's plenty of documentation that shows that it contributes to wound healing and ten, uh, tendon rejuvenation and all that kind of stuff. There's, there's plenty of studies out there that back all this up. But basically, in my opinion, through using this and a lot of the, the consensus of a lot of other people in this community is that BPC-157 it's it basically works best when used for soft tissue damage but it's also been shown to benefit ulcers in the stomach and intestinal damage and uh, inflammatory disorders things like that organ damage those sort of things so i've talked about tb 500 earlier in the episode and you might be thinking well these kind of sound like the same damn thing they are similar, and they both basically accomplish a lot of the same goals, but they are a little different. So BPC is thought to be more localized, and TB500 is more widely systematic. And the difference is primarily in their origin because BPC is a bit more organic to the body because it comes from a natural uh, protecting peptide that's in our gastrointestinal system that naturally heals our ulcers and improves our digestive tract. And the general consensus, and I agree with this, is that TB500 is better for overall benefits and like muscle tissue repair and connective tissue repair when you compare it to BPC. And to be honest with you, TB500 is way more damn effective when it comes to facilitating a faster recovery rate. TB has a longer half-life. I think I said, you know, found a lot of stuff saying it was like 14 to 18 days that it would last in the system. But BPC is actually pretty short. Found a lot of uh, documents on the internet saying there was around like six hours. Um, I think it just really depends on what type of injury you're using this for. BPC, in theory, should be better at healing soft tissue damage. And the TB500 should be better at helping reduce inflammation um, in order to allow for better healing and recovery, you know, help with muscle spasms and increase flexibility. What I have found to be the most effective way to utilize these two compounds is to actually use them together because you're getting the all-around benefits of both of those healing peptides. So if you got some sort of serious injury related to pain going on and you've 
you're, you know, you're trying to do the self-healing with various supplements and compounds and your bullshit glucosamine and collagen peptide just isn't getting the job done for you and you're still in pain, maybe it's time to start looking into using some of these more advanced things uh, that do actually have scientific evidence and a shitload of other user testimony that these things actually do work. Because I'm telling you, some of this over-the-counter stuff, man, it's trash. It's garbage. And half of the studies that have been put out on that kind of crap, the companies that actually put them out paid for these botched studies to be out. You know, I mean, if you look at some of like the... Uh, bodybuilding magazines from like the early 2000s, which is what I grew up on, you know, they would have like some sort of um, supplement ad that that was followed right by like this huge study showing all the things in this working and blah, 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 blah. And I know a lot of people that worked for those magazines now and they told me, oh yeah, that was all just bullshit and these companies would pay the research institute to come up with the results and stuff like that. So you always have to kind of do your own research to figure out you know, what's legit and what's not. And sometimes you just have to take things into your own hands and try it for yourself. And try and approach it with an unbiased opinion to see, you know, does this work or not? So hopefully some of the information that I've given you here, I know it's been pretty basic, but that was my goal is to provide you guys with the basic information because, you know, I don't want to have a whole damn hour-long podcast sitting here reading scientific studies for you if I can just break down that information in a basic way, and then you can go out and look for more detailed studies if that's what you want. All right, guys, y'all take it easy. We'll talk to you next time.